0: Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This week in the Monday Night War, it is time for WCW, Hog Wild, 1996, featuring the outsiders versus... Luger and Sting and a main event The WCW Heavyweight Championship The Giant defends against Hollywood Hulk, Hogan SP3, Romeo This is True Rewind This is True Rewind This is True Rewind
1: Uh, this is True Rewind. 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 This is True
2: Rewind. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Health Phenom SP3. We are back on the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel for us to jump into DeLorean, pump up the flex capacitor for another edition of True Rewind Episode 72 WCW Hogwild 1996. I am back once again with the driver of the DeLorean, the face in the ace of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. This is Romeo Anthony Colon.
0: What is up everyone? Drunk Guy JJ is lost in I don't know what year, but he was able to send us his thoughts on this show through aol america online so we do have that we'll bring that to you at the end
2: And I'm pretty sure he used DSL to get it. But (laughs) as always, you guys know what to do. Help out the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel. Help out the True Hill Heat gang. And help us out on True Rewind by dropping a thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel, what are you doing? Hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here I'm on a lot of shows. They're calling me the king of Fightful Overbooked Romeo. So they got to show support to True Rewind and the True Hill Heat Gang. So. Let us know in the comments if you're watching us on the premiere, in the live chat, or in the comments down below what you thought about our review, what you think about WCW Wild 1996, your greatest memories, and whatnot in the comments or in the live chat. As always, we do respond and we do enjoy your comments because we will shout you out on future episodes of True Rewind. But Romeo, let's rev those engines up as we turn the DeLorean into a motorcycle and head off to Sturgis.
0: August 11th, 1996 from Sturgis, South Dakota. They had a very, very, very long pre-show which was all featured on Saturday, uh, WCW Saturday night. I'll quickly read the results. Public Enemy beat Rough and Ready. Conan beat Chavo Guerrero Jr. Nasty Boys beat High Voltage. Alex Wright beat Earl Robert Eaton. Dungeon of Doom beat Joe Gomez, Jim Powers, and Mark Starr. Dave Taylor beat Mr. JL. DDP beat The Renegade. And Arn Anderson beat Hugh Morris. I think the longest match here was six minutes. Well, Uh, God damn. What the (laughs) hell? They had a whole pay per view on WCW Saturday
2: night? Jesus, and I—I I did peep that because I did in the opening matchup. You hear the commentary say that they are after the the pre-show, after the intros, they're like, "Okay, we're ending things on TBS, and you can yeah. head over to pay-per-view."
0: And uh what opening it was! As we see the en- enthusiast uh, at Sturgis, like these two, uh, we see a video of uh, some of the wrestlers driving their their motorcycles as well. Uh, Bischoff's hair—I
2: felt oh. like I was watching real sex. <laughs>
0: That's a show I haven't heard in years. <laughs> HBO, Marks, where you at? HBO, real sex up in here. SP3, talk about the atmosphere, the setting, the outfits. Oh, uh, my tattoo. God.
2: The first, the first comment or note that I have is, what the hell is Dusty Rhodes wearing? <laughs> he looks like a member of the Village People.
0: <laughs> I like the atmosphere, though. WCW is never shy to uh, get away from... Being enclosed in an arena, you know, they, they want unique sets and all that, and yeah. that's something WWF has not been doing.
2: Yeah, this is unique for the time, but I mean, there was a a, a very lack of melanin, um, uh, of uh, <laughs> car- yeah, of caramel up in uh, the <laughs> the crowd that I was just I had to get get used to watching the
0: show. The cruiserweight championship starts off with the ultimate dragon. I didn't know they would mistranslate Ultimo Dragon's name for, I think, almost a year. He'd be called the Ultimate Dragon. Yes, they did. And what the hell is Sonny Ono
2: wearing? That's another one of my notes. What the hell is he wearing?
0: We'll get a picture of him eventually here. Uh, He's facing Rey Mysterio. First ever meeting Rey with the Spider-Man mask. Very nice. Season assist. Great stuff. Great stuff. The crowd chants USA. At both of them,
2: <laughs> that's always turned off. I'm watching with my misses, and she's like, "What the hell is wrong with these people? Do they not realize this is a Mexican? these are two people from uh, pretty much from Mexico, or got their starts in Mexico. The Ultimo Dragon kind of went to fame in Japan. So it's like, there's no one here that's from the United States. What are you chanting USA for?
0: I was like, these this crowd, man. Imagine if Goldust was on the show. What would they chant at him?
2: shout out. we've heard that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they shout out and Thunder Liger on commentary for losing to Ultimo Dragon in New Japan and also being diagnosed with a brain tumor, which I never knew, that, knew about Can that. And he
2: continued wrestling for like 20 more years, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Um, Dragon counters one Frankensteiner, but very persistent. Nails a second one, springboarding off the ropes to win. What do you think of this? Opener.
2: Extremely fast paced, innovative moves like for, for that time in 1996. This was just innovative as hell. At one point, uh, you know, this is where the first match was where I realized like this whole set was so unique because they're up on a platform of the ring, and I think it's uh, Ultimo Dragon gets knocked off the to the floor and down off the platform. And Ray does a dive, we don't even see him do the dive. It's like the camera is focused on Ultimo Dragon, and he does a dive. And he just comes into the frame. That was so
0: badass.
2: It was awesome. It looked awesome, but it looked dangerous as hell because they're down on like the dirt floor with rocks and stuff. I was like, this is dangerous as hell, but this is a, a really fun opener to the, to the show. I gave this three and three quarter stars. I thought that this was one of the better openings of any pay-per-view that we've seen between WCW and WWF so far.
0: Definitely fun opening. Here's a uh, here's how Mean Jean dressed for the occasion. How you rate how you rate that SP three?
2: I, I mean, it's Mean Gene, so he made it. He made it work. He made it work. He looks a better hell of Dusty. a lot better. Yeah, there a hell of a
0: lot better than Dusty. <laughs> we get Scott Norton versus Ice Train, who is heavily taped. Apparently, the giant kicked his ass at some point. Um, Norton, yeah, we wor- saw that. Yeah, Norton works the injured arm and and wins with an arm submission. Uh, not much here.
2: Yeah, this is when I when I put uh in the uh in my notes, not a single person of color in the crowd, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was a dominating performance by Scott Flash Norton. He worked over the injured shoulder and then locked him in the arm armbar. Not much to say here. I gave this a dud. Didn't rate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got a video package of Ric Flair telling us how important his relationship with Arn Anderson is, and how important defending WCW is to him versus the NWO.
2: Yeah this was the first time that we got baby face uh flare right in this yeah. entire run of the Monday Night Wars, you know, he talks about his Relationship with Arn, we see pictures Of him and Arn, and he even Says, like, he thought that the NWO And the Four Horsemen could coexist And then they jumped Arn, and that Changed everything, and now he's gonna Stand up for WCW, he doesn't Care about his past issues With Sting, Luger, and Macho Man Anymore, I don't know if you wanna You should ask Macho Man if he don't care about yeah, His pal. issues with Flair, I'm just saying <laughs> But uh he says he's gonna Fight for WCW, so the focus is on NWO on Flair's part.
0: Medusa versus Bull Nakano, and here's that picture of Sonny Ono on a Harley.
2: Oh my God, what the hell is that hat? He looks like he looks like a mix between a bike rally and Fargo. It's like, oh my God, and what? A, yeah, the bike and stuff. I understood the stipulation here, but this was just. Like, these two women had some of the best women's matches back in, like, 1994 in WWF. And then they got this in WCW.
0: By the way, Brain calling Sonny Ono a kamikaze cyclist. My goodness.
2: That's that's
0: extremely racist. (laughs) Bull starts the match whooping Medusa with a nunchuck.
2: (laughs) What is she? What is she, Raphael?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Weird finish where uh, Bull back suplexes medusa for a pin but medusa gets her shoulders up bull does not the ref counts three Sonny goes to destroy medusa's bike which was the stipulation of the match with a sledgehammer but medusa stops him and destroys bull nakano's bike or Sonny ono's bike or bike it was
2: yeah and like no like the referee didn't even take the time to let us know who won the match? The The finish was very confusing. What a night for
0: referees, by the way. We'll continue to get into
2: that. Oh, man. Yeah. Don't, don't get me started on how this night ended. Um, But, yes. Uh, yeah. Medusa, this was just a very confusing. It felt like a botch finish more than it felt like a unique finish where, you know, it was obvious that Medusa won with her shoulders up. They didn't even – the way it was shot just didn't even look right and didn't get yeah. over the fact that Bonacano's shoulders was down. And it's just like, Medusa. You left WWF for this. It's been it's been nine months now, and you're still it still doesn't feel like they had any plans for you outside of you basically burning the bridge back to WWF. That's that it seems like all that was her biggest moment,
0: Medusa, dropping the title in the cash in the can. All they signed
2: Medusa for was to ruin any chance of her returning to WWF. That's what it feels like.
0: And let's not forget, she lost on the Nitro previously to this for no reason
2: for no reason at all. And then and then when she wins, it doesn't even feel like she wins. She gets she basically got a move, she a move was done to her and that's how she won. <laughs> oh, this makes the Nitro booking even more puzzling.
0: And God bless her heart, she got pretty winded there swinging that sledgehammer 35 times on that bike. She, she did.
2: That's a that's hard though. That's yeah. hard. That's a hard thing. I've seen it done on like the challenge and like it, yeah, it's not easy at all.
0: Jimmy Hart needs Dean Malenko to take out his opponent for him, Chris Benoit. Benoit, Oh, you've,
2: you've uh, it was very quick, but before this matchup, you had the Steiner brothers are talking to fans on the internet, and literally Rick Steiner is like, it's like he's doing like a race car thing, but he's like typing it, like no person, like a, I, I don't think any person, I don't even think someone with like, issues could could be typing like this and he's like driving he's like while he's typing to people i'm like they're like they tried to make it sound good like he was playing a game but they literally told us no they're talking to fans on the internet and you got rick steiner like it's like Does are they trying are they badly pretending he's typing on the computer or is he in a motorcycle game and also what the hell are they wearing too
0: by the way congrats to the steiners the newest wwe hall of famers 2022
2: well deserved and i'm so happy that they're going in together that they decided to you know whether wwe or rather rick talk to Scott. It was like, come on, let go of all that, let go of all that beef. You know, you can go on YouTube and you could hear Scotty Steiner talking about uh, punishing uh, uh, Stephanie McMahon and a lot of different stuff that he said in the past regarding Triple H and Stephanie and, you know, ill-timed with the Triple H retirement, Uh, you know, congratulations to him as well. But I'm very thankful that the Steiners are going in together because it feels appropriate.
0: We got a. Uh, oh, Chris. I was going to say Chris Benoit's music does not fit him at all. It's a Bobsky, though. It boom, doesn't boom, fit boom, him,
1: though.
2: No, <laughs> it's a Bob, though.
1: <laughs> Yo, that's,
2: that's, a, that's like the best theme song. I like Maliko's
1: Nah,
2: Nah, that, that's the best theme song. The best theme song of anyone on this show. Even the NWO. I would take Ben over the NWO.
0: What a take. Great technical wrestling, as you would expect with these two. There was a nice sequence of reverse pins and bridges that were just textbook. Uh, a funny part on commentary in this match was Dusty trying to pronounce millennium. Millennium? <laughs> my, my, millennium. <laughs> millennium, <laughs> millennium. He said millennium. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this match goes all the way to a time limit draw with Benoit kicking out of a powerbomb at the final seconds. The crowd boos. The ref says, nope. There has to be a winner. So he adds five more minutes. Malenko survives his own finisher being applied to him, the Texas Cloverleaf. Benoit survives a small package at the buzzer of overtime. The ref declares another five minutes overtime. And the fans
2: booed another overtime. Like, they literally were booing when they thought it was a time to draw the first time. And then they booed when Nick Patrick made it a second overtime. I Nick was, Patrick like, didn't what, care. was like,
0: what's all with these fans? No, I agreed with the booing. I agreed. I'll tell you why. The overtime I get. All right. You want to do the overtime? First of all, I don't think this needs an overtime. Uh, save an overtime for like more important matches. But if you're going to do an overtime, just do it to sudden death. Why are you breaking up into one overtime, then another overtime? That's silly. That's fair.
2: No, yeah, that was silly.
0: Um, Malenko gets Benoit in the Texas Cloverleaf, and women tries to interfere, helping Benoit. The distraction allows Malenko uh, to be distracted and get rolled up. Benoit wins.
2: A lame finish to what was a great match. Uh, I mean, I, I I have so many notes on this matchup. Like they were just so crisp. Both guys are so smooth in the ring. Uh, Benoit during the first portion of this matchup, it's a diving headbutt, uh, a superplex where he lands directly on the back of his head, and it. Makes Reminds you of where he ends up uh, Malenko hits an overhead German suplex the one shot You just showed there various Suplex were traded back and forth Northern light suplex dragon Suplexes we get the five minute Left call towards the end that's What I felt like was like, like kind of the peak Of this match if they would have ended this match Before the original time Limit draw I think I would rate it even Higher because they were on I a agree. different level During this first 20 minutes of this Matchup uh, Ben Wally locks on the, the lion tamer before before yeah. chris jericho even signs with the company we saw a lion tamer where malenko's forehead was on the mat and bending his neck back just yeah. a, a great version of it he, they called it the canadian crippler crab i think it was bobby the <laughs> was calling it that on uh commentary benoit hit a poncha to the outside as we get the three minutes left like you said the power bomb at the end of the first 20 minutes but i, I just didn't i wasn't feeling the the finish. Too much, but I still gave this match four stars. This was this was a great matchup.
0: It was Nick Patrick not giving a shit about the crowd. We're getting another overtime. We get a motorcycle montage of uh, all the WCW guys. Um, we get to see Pepe. Pepe looked great. Yes. Look at,
2: look at look at look at, look at look at your man. Look at your man, Mongo. <laughs>
0: And then we got the tag titles, the Steiner brothers versus the Harlem Heat with the, uh, with Sherry and Colonel Parker. Uh, this crowd, uh, clearly not a crowd that would be in support of two brothers from Harlem.
1: This
2: crowd gave Harlem Heat the most crap of anyone on this show just for being black. And I remember, I think it was, what was it, the Booker T and e special? where he talked about like the the fans in Sturges I think it was one of these one of these documentaries or uh specials that they did and he talked about all the racial slurs that would be yelled at him and yeah it was a lot even the revving of the engines like they were they wanted vroom, to vroom, anything vroom. regarding the Harlem heat
0: uh weird finish here as Booker holds Scott Steiner for Colonel Parker to throw powder at him uh Scott ducks and it hits Booker blinding him. But Sherry also has powder, powder and she blinds Scott. Uh, Parker then hits Scott with his cane, breaking it in half for a nice visual. And Booker covers for the win. Uh, Stevie holds back Rick on the outside, barely. It didn't look like Ricky was even trying. Uh, The crowd, very angry, throws things at the winner's. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero
2: sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Oh,
2: man, this, this finish was bad. Like, this, I, I wanted to like this match so much because it's two of yeah. my favorite WCW tag teams of all time. I love the Steiners, love the Harlem Heat.
0: They put and, their uh, working I, boots on.
2: Yeah, but this finish was just so bad. It was like Colonel Rob messed up, yet the Steiners still lost. It made the Steiners Weird. look like dweebs. Uh, it made Colonel Parker look like a dweeb. The only person who knew how to do their job was Sherry. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I gave this one two and a quarter.
0: Eddie Guerrero versus Ric Flair for the United States Championship. Eddie hits a frog splash, but his knee was in pain. Uh, Ric Flair then puts Eddie in the figure four with women helping him out for more leverage as usual. Eddie doesn't tap out, but he does get his shoulders counted down for the three. I do not believe it, says Dusty. Yes, I do, says Brain.
2: I (laughs) mean... Yeah, this is what flair does i uh, flair you know coming out with the with the ladies uh elizabeth with the the acting skills of diana hart um we got these guys were very physical at the start both trading like strikes and chops early the crowd was chanting for eddie which was very confusing yeah. based on what they did in the previous match <laughs> Two people colored they they must have thought eddie was white i was like i, I put in my <laughs> nose they must not realize he's Hispanic, maybe
0: Can't. um <laughs> Not nah, with that mullet and mustache. Can't. Player Maybe it was the it. mullet. Maybe it was the Maybe. mullet. <laughs> Maybe. He's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Player gets the advantage with a poke
2: in the eye and a low blow to the yams, as uh Dusty put it. Uh <laughs> Eddie comes back with the running cross body, uh a clothesline for a pair of two counts. Eddie locked in the figure four at one point, getting him in the middle of the ring, but Rick gets to the to the ropes. We get Eddie with uh with the step-up hurrican rotta, which was very nice. He had a tornado DDT at one point, sunset flip where Flayer's ass has to be shown to the people of Sturgis because I'm, I'm sure in Sturgis. I'm sure. I'm sure they enjoyed that one. Flair with the nice little lariat at one point too. I was like, when when have I ever seen rick Flair with a lariat? That was just. I was like dumbfounded by that. But I thought this match was a really good matchup. I gave it three and a half stars.
0: Giant interviewed by Mean Gene says when he was a kid he was the biggest Hulk Hogan fan in the world. But when Hogan told the kids to stick it, it reminded Giant of the pain it caused him. He's going to squeeze his neck till his eyes pop. Tonight, he lays the Hulkster to rest. Then we get the Outsiders versus Sting and Luger. It does feel special that the only time you have seen the Outsiders Russell is on pay-per-view. Yes. Nash disrespectfully spits at Sting on the apron. Sting tagged in and spits right back. At Nash, more disrespect. Sting gets worked on back and forth by Nash and Hall until Luger makes the hot tag. Sting gets Nash and the Scorpion Deathlock on the outside. And then this finish. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Luger picks up Hall for the torture rack. Nick Patrick horribly runs into Hall's leg. Then he chop blocks Luger.
2: He literally stumbles, acts like he's a drunk, and just falls over. He purposely aims it. He aims for Luger's leg. It was so obvious. They could have done this 15 other different ways to make it not look as obvious as it did.
0: He does it once, and Luger doesn't sell it. (laughs) Then he does it the second time, and finally Luger goes down, and Patrick counts the pin for um, Hall. Dusty correctly yells, what was that? what was that indeed
2: didn't think i would ever do this but i gave a sting match and you know how much i love sting he's one of my yeah. all time favorites gave this match a star and a quarter this was <laughs> this was bad this was like the 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 outsiders heat wasn't that entertaining with them taking control over sting and then that finish just completely ruined this match for me and I expected this match. I expected to like this match because they they pretty much gave us a banger at uh, at, at Bash at the Beach with, with when it was staying in Macho versus the Outsiders. Yep. That was a really good matchup. And then we got this, uh, just this finish and just the, the heat segment not being that entertaining. I didn't feel like the babyface had enough offense before we even got to the heat either. So it just felt like this was not put together very well.
0: We got Michael Buffer doing uh, ring entrances. It's Giant versus Hollywood Hogan for the WCW World Championship. Uh, by the way, I caught Hogan's Evil episode on the Peacock. That's pretty good. Nice. Uh, the Evil's a good series. I think uh, Randy Orton and the Miz have the best episodes of that. Definitely check it out if you got the time. I was gonna. I was gonna say
2: we should we should review it for our, our Patreon uh, after Mania Week,
0: of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hogan does a lot of stalling early on on the outside. The the match is slow and painful. Just a bunch of testing of strength and rest holds. The end of the match, the outsiders come down to help um, Hull chokeslammed. Thrown off the top rope. Nash also gets chokeslammed. And then Hogan uses distraction to hit the giant with the title belt for the wins. The referee climbs over Kevin Nash to count the pin. Afterwards, Booty Man comes down wearing an NWO shirt and with a happy birthday cake for Hulk Hogan. Giant continues to sell the belt shot as the heels talk trash on the mic over him. Hogan tells Booty Man they never mix business with friendship. They have a surprise for him. They kick his ass, they kick <laughs> Booty Man's ass. Hogan tells Ric Flair he if he will do that to his best friend, what will he do to Ric Flair in Denver, Colorado? Hogan then spray paints the title with the letters N-W-O, creating the N-W-O World Heavyweight Championship. Wow. What that?
2: you think? Slow, plodding. Uh, this was not the best way to end the show. Uh, Hogan and Giant have never given us a good main event matchup, <laughs> uh, whether it be at Halloween Havoc 1995, their Steel Cage match at Super Brawl 1996, or this here It just and the roles being reversed did not help anything. I did like the Giant as a baby face, but he doesn't. He didn't really have the offense to be the babyface. I wish he would have b- busted out some of his more agile moves, like the drop kick and you know coming off the top rope. Maybe that could have got the crowd behind him. But this crowd seemed like they wanted Hogan to win. They they treated Hogan as the babyface. They popped huge when he hits the giant with the title belt, and that just you know for everything that they've shown with the giant, this is a man that fell off a building. At at Halloween Havoc (laughs) 1995 and came back to win the WCW Heavyweight Champion or quote unquote when it was really uh, two men humped Hulk Hogan and then he put his foot on top of him. But he won the WCW Heavyweight Championship after he fell off a goddamn building and he's just knocked loopy by this World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Hogan and the NWO and Booty Man have a full five to six minute promo, and this man is still knocked out. He's still unconscious. The man who fell the, off a building. The man that the fell title off a belt is for
0: from.
2: Oh my god! Just look, why can he just roll out the wing and head to the back? Why yeah. did he have to lay there the we entire the giant time? Is still green. Yeah, like that. oh, it's just it's just man. This it's was not. Thing. This was not a good main event to this uh to this show, and I even looked back at uh uncle uncle Dave's uh rating for hog wild uh, nineteen ninety six and man oh man, he was very giving on this night he, he 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 was similar to my ratings on a lot of these matches. he gave the opener three and three quarters he went higher on Benoit and Malenko he gave him four and a quarter he gave the same rating for Eddie and uh flair. But I have it here for, guess what he gave Hogan versus the Giant?
0: Um, Since you, since you hinted that it was on the high notes, the whole card, I, I'll say like three stars. No. What? He gave it negative two and a half stars. <laughs> okay, not this one, though. Not this
2: one. Everything <laughs> else, he was very high on this pay-per-view. This kept a lot of this pay-per-view, like, I would say three-fourths of this pay-per-view was on the high end of the last two pay-per-views like we highly rated great american bash 1996 we highly rated bash at the beach 1996 especially for the ending and everything and then this this show was well on that on that pace to match those two pay-per-views and then fell off a cliff with these last two matches then the last two matches that focused on the biggest angle in the business at the time it made it frustrating to watch
0: I forgot to look up the star ratings. Can you tell us what he gave everything else? If you have it in front of you.
2: Uh, yes, I do. Uh, he gave he gave the Scott Norton Ice Train match a star. He gave Medusa and Buldakana a star and a half. He, like I said, Benoit Malenko four and a quarter. He gave the tag team titles match two and three quarters. He gave the U.S. title match three and a half. Like I said, and he gave uh, the Outsiders versus Sting and Luger a star and a half about the opener the opener like i said he gave him the same rating as me three and three quarters
0: okay a couple of notes here from the wrestling observer newsletter one two three Kid sean waltman was scheduled to debut on the show as the fourth member of the nwo but wwf hasn't set him his contractual release after agreeing to do so pretty much for no other reason than they wanted to fuck over wcw waltman was backstage at the show ready to work but without his official release wcw couldn't allow him to do anything also from the observer newsletter (laughs) that was very WWF ish wasn't it um cw's hog wild pay-per-view took place this week and was a bit of a disaster an hour before the show a major blackout affecting nine different states mostly in california meant many people weren't able to order the pay-per-view as wwf learned a few months ago when a power outage killed their pay-per-view most fans don't bother to order the replay so the buy rate is sure to be affected by this The setting of the show was also a negative. It took place outdoors on a platform over a bunch of dirt, which cut down some of the the outside-the-ring action. The show took place at the Sturgis Motorcycle. The crowd was estimated around 5,000, although at one point on commentary, Bobby the Brain claimed there were 300,000 people there. (laughs) It was all bikers who don't watch wrestling and weren't familiar with the heel turn, so Hogan got a huge babyface reaction. The only wrestlers who got heel heat were Harlem Heat, because they're black and the Sturgis crowd doesn't particularly
2: care for that thing. <laughs>
0: Pretty much. Pretty
2: much. That's what I said. Like, he got the most heat.
0: <laughs> Match of the night's I'm going Benoit Malenko.
2: Benoit Malenko. This is an easy one. That, that was fantastic. But like I said, uh, the opener, Mysterio and uh, Ultimo Dragon was great, as well as you know, Be- uh Flair and Guerrero was really good.
0: MVP, I'm going to go with Woman. She helped Benoit and she helped Ric Flair. You. That's actually a good point
2: there. I went with I went despite them not having the probably having the worst two matches on this show. Uh, I would give it to the NWO. They pulled out the clean sweep and we got the NWO
0: World Title. LVP. I'm gonna go with Nick Patrick and also the Booty Man.
2: Yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be uh, Booty Man. man. <laughs> he did all of that to to. No, I gave co co LVPs actually. Booty Man and Medusa. I can't believe she left this company for this. She oh. left WWF for this.
0: Our thumbs out. And 3, 2, 1 will be thumbs up, thumbs middle, or thumbs down. 3, 2, 1. Middle for me. You're, you you want to go a little upwards. Let's rate yeah. it 0-10. I'll give it a 5.3. Four really good matches, but a lot of shit finishes. The last five finishes, five finishes all had a dirty finish.
2: Yeah, it was like it was like this show went off a cliff, man. Like with those last two matches, which yeah, I want to give it a thumbs up because I really liked the three matches that I mentioned, but everything else was just not up to par for a WCW pay per view, especially coming off of two of the best WCW pay per views ever: with Great American Bash and Bash at the Beach. So it's in the middle, five and a half out
0: of ten. Uh, let's see what Drunk Guy JJ thought. This is short video video clip.
1: All right, guys, your boy Drunk Guy J.J. here. Um, we are reviewing Hog Rock for True Rewind, and I'm going to give my thoughts, my match of the night, my LVP, my um, MVP, I guess. Uh, match of the night was definitely Benoit Malenko. Technical, two technical legends doing it. Thug, Thizzle, uh, best match on the show. Um, you know, better than a little better than a Cruiserweight match, but nonetheless, Dean Malenko, Benoit. Um, MVP, Hogan, you know, I can't believe I'm saying that because I don't like Hulk Hogan, but definitely MVP, you know, put NWO on the map here, one of the title, you know, after their first one basically together. So that was a good moment. And the LVP, um, uh, LVP, LVP, I guess i go with the giant. Big douche losing the title. Uh, yeah. I think that's it um, um maybe i missed something uh oh review for the show definitely uh thumbs down trash Only two <laughs> good, really only two good matches so whatever and yeah follow me on instagram hacksaw underscore j duggan twitter drunken master jj you can follow my youtube channel where i post live entrances and i'm going to start vlogging for me week at region j R A G I N J Y Um And you already know where the gang is at. We're everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, Twitch, Pornhub, X Videos, Skonex, MySpace, Black Planet, Christian Mingle, EHarmony, you know, Porn at that point of Red Tube, X videos, um, Uh we're everywhere, man. You know, it's what we do. Provide that good content. No,
0: sign off. Oh, Jesus.
2: Wait, wait, did he just say beatmymeat.com? My my com.
0: Meat meat. I guess you can find us on there, huh? We've well, only been, you know, we've only been doing this review for like, what, how many years? So no. uh, rate the scale, rate it on a scale of zero to 10. What am I forgetting? A thumbs up. Thumbs up forgetting? <laughs> uh, come on, drunkard
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only been doing this show for two years. But yes, that brings us to a close on our review. One more thing. Oh, okay.
0: Pay per view buys, the last pay per view Batch of the Beach did 250K. What do you think this did? 200K. 155K.
2: Saturday, different day. I can understand why, but yes, that's gonna bring us to a close on our WCW Hog Wild 1996. I had nothing to follow what Drunk Guy JJ just yeah. said, so just follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Follow the gang True Hill Heat on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and go over to the YouTube channel because it's a perfect time to become a subscriber. Our full WrestleMania week kicking off tonight on the true hill heat youtube channel romeo tell him
0: rated raw superstars we watch the go home show for monday night raw hey you know rob wilkins you know him here on Fightful overbooked he will be our special guest uh one of many special guests we will have all week uh with watch alongs on the true hill heat youtube channel join us what is what was in store for seth Rollins at wrestlemania maybe we find out tonight maybe we get more hints maybe it's that guy in the clouds who knows join us as we watch and find out indeed rob
2: from coexisting with rob and maggie will be with us on rated raw superstars we're gonna have a bunch of people from fifo jeremy lambert's gonna show up steven jensen's gonna be on our blood sport watch along so it's a great time go over and subscribe to the true hill heat youtube channel and enjoy all our wrestlemania week on wrestlemania Yes, Kate Hensler, one of the great faces of the Fightful main channel over on the SmackDown review, over on the NXT review. She's going to join us for WrestleMania night. to watch along so it's so much to enjoy over on the true hill heat youtube channel right now romeo follow him at true hill romeo you can follow me at true hill sp3 and we will be right back in the delorean next week on true rewind 73 so for romeo for drunk guy jj and whatever website he wants to tell you to follow him my meat it is me it is me your True Hill Feed Dog SP3 this has been True Rewind episode 72 WCW Hog Wild 1996 we are signing off until next time credit credit card bill.